Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it is good to be back. It's your buddy Gavin, filibuster freestyle, filibusterfreestyle.com. You know the deal, you know the game, you know the, the difference. And by the difference, I mean we haven't been on the we haven't been on in a while. It's been a different kind of month, the month of month of March. I almost said the month of March. My ability to do a soliloquy, as you can see, greatly compromised by the belly of the beast of workload for my work year. But here we are. It is March 20th, 2019. I am watching an NCAA March Madness play-in game, if you will. First four game between two 16 seeds. That's number 16, North Carolina Central, and number 16 seed, North Dakota State. Winner gets the face. I believe number one overall seed, the Duke Blue Devils. But that means it's March Madness. And that means though the filibuster freestyle has been gone from your podcast feed for a while, and it's been too darn long. We are back. We were going to do our fourth annual Picking Your Brackets based on Man Cook Good CEO Jeremy Johnson's selection of who had the better food of each team in the bracket, which has led him to pick Virginia and their country ham like three or four years in a row. And in each year, Virginia exits earlier and earlier from the tournament, <laughs> including last year when they were the first one seed to ever lose to a 16 seed. Pours them out for the old UMBC Retrievers one last time. But anyway, Jeremy can't make it. We are going to bring him in soon, um, probably Sweet 16, Elite 8, certainly by the Final Four, to utilize his culinary skills and his food taste bud skills to pick some type of bracketology further down the line of the 2019 tournament. What we are going to do momentarily after the theme song is bring in Hoops expert, Drilling Threes, legendary guitarist, Roscoe P., who may or may not moonlight in the world of college basketball for his day job. He's going to break down this tournament with us, but I've got a fun little wrinkle in place of Jeremy's picking by food. I'm going to pick my bracket based on the schools in the field, obviously, but where 18-year-old Gavin, which is 22 years ago, Gavin, where I should have gone to college instead of where I did go to college, because where I did go to college, though great, Clark University, Division III school wouldn't be eligible to be in the Division I March Madness. So we're going to try that out, plus a lot of other hijinks at Roscoe P. It's been a while since he's been on. It's been a while since we've been back on the filibuster. Thanks for being patient. Here we come. Theme song on the flip side, Roscoe P. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, Ladies and gentlemen, as I promised, Roscoe P is here. Hello, Roscoe P. Hello, Gav Money. I uh, I thought I was fired. I haven't been on in so long. I, I, you know, I thought it was over. I thought we were all fired, frankly, because I haven't done a show in like three weeks. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's good to be back. I was just telling you on the immediate and abbreviated pre-show, and I'm proving it right now, I'm having trouble even talking on a microphone. <laughs> so this is going to be an amazing March Madness podcast, which is great because last year, live from Boise, Idaho, we had maybe the greatest podcast in the history of the show, unintendedly. Oh, that was this one? With Jeremy Johnson, live uh, from Boise, uh, when you were unable to hear me for the most part because of the yeah. majestic mountains of the Rockies. Yes. Yes. And uh, because of the timing of it all, it sounded like we were geniuses instead of just a bunch right. of dorks with bad reception. And right. it was one of the best. 
Everybody go to it. It's called The Madness of March All-Stars, Lost Edition, Filibuster yeah. Freestyle Archives. Check it out on SoundCloud. We couldn't have written that any better if we tried to write it. We couldn't have written it better than it actually turned out. No, exactly. Like John Mulaney, Nick Kroll, you can, they can have all the writing improv they want. We yeah. had dumb luck and it worked, my friends. Three time zone podcasts. May never be duplicated again. The first ever three time zone podcast. And I've already let our fans and listeners know, the filibuster freestyle, that JJ is unable to do his pick your brackets based on good food. The good news for the University of Virginia is... JJ won't pick the country hams of Virginia to go to the Final Four, so they probably won't get jinxed into losing to a 16 seed like they did last year. They won't lose again? I was disappointed. I mean, I enjoy talking to JJ anyway. Yes. Um... And but I always like the food uh, the food bracket. That's a nice uh, gimmick. And, and yeah. you know who's doing that? More to that. Yeah, who's doing that? Who's doing the food gimmick? So yeah. what we did instead, we're gonna we're gonna do two things today. Um, when we get into our brackets, one is you're gonna do the gimmick of Andrew Patterson, and that you've done no preparation for the show. Well, not no. I'm not. I'm not, I didn't go full Patterson, but I've done. Much less than I normally do for the show. Right, number one, because you figured Jeremy would do the heavy lifting as he usually yeah, does. Right. I thought I thought we we're going to be talking about food for most of this, and now we're not. Right, and number two, what the hell? You've always won. You've, if anybody deserves to take a little Andrew Patterson time and, and maybe yeah. do a, try to do a better job at Andrew Patterson than Andrew Patterson himself, it's the great Roscoe P. So. I mean, I've still got stuff, mind you. I've always got stuff. Oh, oh come on. Coming off, the, coming off the dome of stuff. You've been in the lab with your pen and the yeah. pad. To... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a content machine. Exactly, and that's why I need you today, because I need content. Um, yeah. So anyway, what I'm going to do, I had a gimmick idea. You know, you and I happen to go to the same, same university, same college. Yeah. And while I would never trade the memories, the friendships, and the life lessons learned <laughs> in beautiful Worcester, Mass., Clark obviously couldn't go to the Division One version of March Madness because it's a Division Three school. I played in the Division Three version of March Madness. You sure did. You sure did. And um, proud we are of you and the rest of the Cougars for doing so. In fact, I was there. Thank you. Uh, I remember actually really quick because this is the best part about you know an off the rails freestyle. <laughs> we were NCAA tournament, even though they're hosted at home courts. Yeah. Um, you're not allowed to bring in like noisemakers or signs, especially back in the '90s. You know, and I was trying to sneak under my coat, like literally a pot and pan from our kitchen, <laughs> like a criminal. And athletic director at the time, Linda Moulton, was like, "Gavin, what's under your jacket?" Yes, yeah, saw you coming. Yeah, and she's like, "If anybody could could get by with a pot and pan, I would want it to be you, but I can't let you get by with the pot and pan." Anyway, that game didn't go great for you, but a couple years later. The Cougars went to March Madness two years in a row, actually, and made the Elite Eight both times. So anyway, we know March Madness at Clark, but we don't know March Madness in the Division One sense. And so here's my gimmick, everybody. There were 68 teams in the field, you know, 64 for the real for the real deal. But either way. Now there's 66 at the moment, and we'll lose two more tonight. Correct. We're going to watch one lose probably while we're on the, on the show here together. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because NC, NC Central, North Carolina Central, and North Dakota State going right now. Um, Go Lumberjacks. Are they the Lumberjacks? Who are the Lumberjacks? No, maybe. No, North Dakota State's the Bison. Oh, the Bison. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, football thing. North Dakota State the Lumberjacks? I'm going to look that up while you're you, talking. Why don't you look that up? Uh, actually, no, South Dakota State is the Jackrabbits. I know that for a fact. Oh, the Jackrabbits. Oh, very good. So you, okay. had, Jack, you had Jack correctly. Anyway. <laughs> you don't know Jack about, Jack about Lumberjacks, but you got Jackrabbits covered. So, so anyway... Of the schools in the tournament, I'm going to pick where 19, 18-year-old Gavin 
should have gotten to college. Now, a couple stipulations on this. Number one, like, I can't pick Duke because I couldn't have gotten into Duke. Okay. I can't pick Yale for the same reason. Now, I am going to be able to be retroactive on knowing what I know now about college, colleges, cool cities, things like that. I am going to add that hindsight being 2020 to my decision making. So I think it could be a good gimmick. Based That's on a great the- call. I, I love this, as you're saying. And in fact, I'm going to try to think of like what school would I have gone to in the field that realistically that I could have gotten into. It's a great, it's a great gimmick. Yeah, it's like it. what school could we have gone to? Okay. Right. And I actually, the team I have winning this thing, though they will probably not win the tournament, I'm going to make a compelling argument that you and I both should have gone to this school. Oh. Boom. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. Because you and I did go to the same school, so in theory we could still be having this podcast even if yes. we went to this school. We both went to a UC Irvine or, or something. Believe me, they go further than you think. But I, <laughs> anyway, so that's where we are. I've got a few other things, but I think this gimmick here is a good way to start. It is March Madness. I think the people we got to give the people what they want to quote Jalen Rose and Sly and the Family Stone. So what do you say? Is that Sly and the Family Stone, give the people what they want? And if it's not, I stand corrected. And maybe I'll bring back rap apologies next week for whoever. By the way, I'm very. Let me, let me introduce a segment to the show right now. Sure, please. I've been very into for a while now, uh, like going back and listening to the original songs that got sampled mm. by the hip hop songs that we really like, and I've uncovered some awesome songs. Do you have them so written maybe, down? Maybe one of my gimmicks can be like telling the listeners a song to go listen to. That'd be a good uh, gimmick. But I'm not going to tell you the sample, but you'll hear it to me, and just maybe think of it. Um, Sly and the Family Stone, Trip to Your Heart. Okay. Listen to that. And when you listen to this podcast, go listen to Trip to Your Heart by Sly and the Family Stone. You will immediately hear a very, very well-known, popular hip-hop sample. And it's really cool. Roscoe P., this is a good nugget. And what I want yeah. you to do, in addition to doing this whenever you come on the show, is whenever you feel like tweeting it, like you should tweet out, hey, everybody do this. And then we're going to absolutely retweet that from, from, my, Twitter, right. from my Twitter feed. I got, I got a ton of them. That's what in I fact, mean. A few weeks ago on Jeopardy, there was a category that was all about that. It was all about songs that got sampled, and I got all of them. I'm sure you did. You're yeah. a lot of us are really good at it, but you're at another level. I'm going to give you that. You're at a great you're at a great level for sample knowledge and yeah. Well, because it's like like those are the actual songs. Like if you like, you know, yeah. uh, scenario, like you know, you're going to like the song that came that scenario came from. You know, hundred percent. That, that's not the slide. Yeah. Stone song different one but right 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 so what was the one too and it's awesome what was it called one more time the one that the sly stone song trip trip to your heart trip to your heart okay yeah guys roscoe people never steer you wrong he turned on dan o'brien to the meters come on everybody this guy knows what he's talking about get into the meters because of dan o'brien did not know the meters until he we we did this podcast about the rock and roll hall of fame wow and dan o'brien said thank you roscoe p so anyway by the way, have we before you get into this wonderful gimmick you're going to do, have we abandoned the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's like we didn't even talk. I don't even remember who's in the Rock. Janet Jackson. I don't even know who else. Yeah, you, you. Well, now that you're out of hibernation and I'm out of hibernation, we can make up yeah. for last time. We've Let's got, face it. Got to do that one. Okay. That one's got to get done pretty quickly. By the way. Well, yeah, but here's so here's what I I don't think I ever asked you either on the air or just in real life. Uh, but like we did all that talk about last year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Did you like the show? Did you watch the show, the concert? I, I did watch the show. Um, did you like it? The way they cut it up this year, I didn't like it as much as previous hey, I years. Didn't, I didn't like it either. Previous I was years really, were, like, let down. Previous years were better. Totally agree. Yeah. I thought the Nina Simone tribute was really good. 
Yeah, and I don't. It wasn't bad. I didn't really like it. I'm not gonna like sit here and pretend that I called that that would be good, but I feel like when when the artist was great and they're getting inducted posthumously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I tend to think they bring out like. They bring up the best in whoever's doing it. Um, oh, oh, Def Leppard's in this year. That's that's the Def Leppard, Janet Jackson. I mean, a couple of people we really were ride or die for. Right, um, right. I, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe we'll give the concert. Maybe we should do that this year. Like, maybe we should just review the concert when it comes on. That, that will give us some more time, actually, too. Let's, yeah. That's a good gimmick because yeah. we, we, we really kind of beat, not, not beat to the ground, but a lot of the bands that we reviewed last year are the same ones that were on the top of the list right. this year. So right, let's right. let's... Let's see if the concert in 2019 is any better than 2018, because the one in 2018 is stunk, at least in terms of what they showed us. Yeah, 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 right. Like, the Bon Jovi one was horrific. They did yeah. two, two jams, and in the middle, they did one they didn't, they didn't, no one knew because Richie Sambora likes it. Yeah, yeah. I know they had to make peace with Richie Sambora to get him to show up, but hey, Richie, Stranger in This Town didn't get you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. Being attached to John Bon Jovi did. Come yeah, on. Since you brought, since you brought that up, Bon Jovi's on tour right now. They're like a huge world tour, but Sambora's not on the band anymore. Like, how can you go see a Bon Jovi show without Sambora? That's like seeing Guns N' Roses without Slash. Like, it's just not, you're not seeing the band. No, that's fair. I mean, and that's why Guns N' Roses is playing to much bigger audiences with Slash back in the band. Right. You know? Okay, digression over. Let's, you know, I just want to. Not a bad one, though, and we're going to come and do that. That's a good job, Roscoe P. Yeah. All right, I'm going to start in a bracket that I don't have my my final, like my winning final. I'm going to do the, the school that I think you and I should both go to. Okay, yeah, I want to hear that, yeah. Now or last? Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Is I'm going to do that bracket last. because you should build up to it. I'm going to build up to that one because now everybody's yeah. like, Gavin and Chris are going to Gardner-Webb? No, everybody, we're not. <laughs> okay, so, and by the way, at some point during this, feel free to give me any hard-hitting analysis. I know you did a little bit of work on either sleepers or overrated teams or just kind of top-heavy, it being a top-heavy yes, field. I, I have all of that. I have all so of that. feel free to interject any of that when I hit on your team, perhaps. Maybe that's a good way to do that. Okay. By the way, to the listeners, we do our production meetings during the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pre-show meeting lasted about 45 seconds. Though. Well, the pre-show meeting was too good. I, I, we, had a, we had a press play. Um, everybody else, you're welcome. You don't want to waste it. You don't want to waste it. You don't want to waste it. Yeah, I'm not going to try to get... We're all, we're both one-take masters, you know? Self-proclaimed. I'm going to get this on one take. Self-proclaimed. By the way, really quickly, unofficial sponsor of the week, what beer are you drinking? Oh, this is a, it's a Rocket by the Wormtown Brewing Company, which is out of my beloved hometown of Worcester, Massachusetts. It's a pale ale. It used to be called Bottle Rocket, now I just call it Rocket. In honor of uh, Robert Goddard, former Clark professor, who's the father of modern rocketry. By the way, everybody, don't sleep on rocketry. It's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty important. And it's a tasty beer, I'm sure. Okay, I'm going to start in the yeah. South Region then, okay? Okay, South Region, got it. We got Virginia, Jeremy Johnson's favorite team to, to jinx against Gardner-Webb. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to take liberties on this one and just say, you know, I wasn't going to Gardner-Webb, and we're, we'll, get, we'll get Virginia out of here pretty soon because I don't think I could have gotten into Virginia. Okay. I don't, Gardner Webb is that in the Carolinas? It's in North Carolina. It's about thirty miles from where I'm sitting right now. There you go. So Ole Miss versus Oklahoma. I'm going to go Ole Miss and tailgating at the Grove over Boomer Sooner. Not eighteen-year-old me. Okay. Yeah. Wisconsin and Oregon. I'm thinking I'm choosing the West Coast over the Midwest. Now that I know how much I hate snow. Okay. I'm going. Uh, you know who's? Well, maybe I should say this off the off the air, but you know, well, Oregon is in, the University of Oregon's in Eugene, Oregon. Correct. You know who? Who we know who's from Eugene, Oregon? Yeah, Lando. 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 Yeah. You know Lando. Yeah. 
I know Lando too. So that's why you got to pick Oregon. I'm picking. I'm picking Oregon because I like Lando better than I like uh, Paul Ryan for sure. So anyway, <laughs> if your nickname is after Billy D. Williams, a Star Wars character, I'm picking your. I'm picking where you're from. Tremendous. So Oregon on the upset over Wisconsin. UC Irvine, as Roscoe P. Cor- correctly predicted, over Kansas State. Villanova, I'm going over St. Mary's only because I actually visited Villanova when I actually was a junior in college. And my Uncle Paul went there, okay? So I'm probably more likely to have gone there than St. Mary's at the time. I'm going Purdue over Old Dominion because I, I would never go to school at, you know, at Old Dominion. Uh, Cincinnati, Iowa. I'm going Iowa over Cincinnati for where I would have gone. And even though Colgate's probably more like the school we did go to, I got to go Tennessee because I already did the small northeastern cold liberal arts school thing. So I'm going Tennessee on that one. Okay, that's fair. I will say they're they're not my sleeper team out of this bracket, but Colgate is awesome. Yeah. They are- they are really, really good. They've got the whole team back. They're going to be really good next year. It's kind of too bad. The Patriot League has to get a 15 or 16 C because they're going to get one of these you know, yeah. against Tennessee or whatever. So they really can't win. But Colgate is is fantastic. They're really good. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So sleep, a non-sleeper sleeper. Not not my sleeper, but they're they're like the best. If they were a 14, they'd be my sleeper. Got it. All right. Cool. I got that. All right. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep in this bracket for now. I'm gonna do each bracket. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Tennessee over Iowa, uh, in terms of where I would go to school, okay? I'm going Villanova again over Purdue. Wait, why did you pick Iowa over Cincinnati? I, I, I've been to Cincinnati. I'm not, I'm not impressed. Have you been to Iowa? <laughs> I'm just thinking it's a college town. I've actually been to the bus station in Iowa City, Iowa. All right. So, anyway, I'm going Iowa over Cincinnati there. I'm going Villanova over Purdue. And I also lived in Philadelphia for three and a half years. I definitely could yeah. not live in Indiana for three and a half years, so... Uh, I'm going UC Irvine over Oregon because we all know that in my heart, I'm a California guy, okay? You're an Orange County guy? I'm an Orange County guy. I'm from the OC. And uh, I'm going Ole Miss over Virginia because guess what? I couldn't have gotten into Virginia. I got to come clean on that. And so we're going Ole Miss. Well, since you picked that, I will tell you now that my overrated team in the South region is the University of Virginia. Boom. With you know, last time we saw them in this tournament, they were losing to the 16 seed. So which has never been do done before by a number one seed. Never, yeah, and may never happen. Oh, it'll happen again, but not this year. It won't. Right. Uh, but yeah, but they are the overrated team in that. In that. So like every every bracket, I picked a team that's not as good as everybody says and is going to go as far as everybody thinks, and they're my pick for the South Region. That's okay, great. cool. Who who do you have a pick? Do I still have a chance of getting your sleeper, or, or not? Did I not mention your sleeper? Well, I kind of did two things. Uh, actually, no. I did. Two, I have two. I have like a good first round upset, and then I picked uh, a team who's not a one or two seed who can go to the final four. Okay, got it. But you have actually eliminated both of those. So, so who who are those? So my first round upset you you had you eliminated in the second round. My first round upset is Oregon. Beautiful, yeah. Because uh, you know twelves over fives. That's just that's a thing. It didn't happen at all last year. Like all the twelves might. Win it's going to happen this year a lot. Yeah, it's going to happen this year. It's going to happen this year. And uh, my lower seed is kind of an obvious one. Uh, they are the reigning and defending champions of this particular tournament. It is your Villanova Wildcats, the the six seed, and that's the one of my sort of like bizarro Final Four. Uh, with no ones or one or two seeds, that's the one that might actually happen. I actually think Villanova has a chance. Yeah, to they know how to they're, win. They're really good. They're better than you think. They know and how to they, win. They're playing they, well right now. They're playing well right now. They lost four guys to the NBA 
and they still won the Big East, and I, I think they're, and I don't know how good that, I think Tennessee's good, actually, my real pick is Tennessee to go to the Final Four, but I think Villanova could, could go, but you knocked them out, understandably, because you've already, uh, you know, been, been there, done that with uh, Villanova. Well, no, Villanova's still in it, sorry, my bad. Oh, I thought you had them out to Purdue because you lived in Philadelphia. No, no, I'm right? saying I would. I know that I'd rather be in. I would rather be in the Philadelphia. Oh, you'd rather be there. Oh, yeah. I thought you said because you are. No, no, Villanova is definitely very much alive. Very much alive. My mistake. So they are not eliminated. You're good. So we're ride or die on the same thing. So anyway, I got Ole Miss, Irvine. I'm going to go Irvine because frankly, there's hints of me going to college in Mississippi. We're not very good then, and they're not very good now. Fair. So although, going, although your high school nickname was the Rebels. We were the Walpole Rebels, but that's as close as I got to the Confederacy. You know, we're just fit. It would have fit, but no, we're not going our Ole Miss. So I'm going, I'm going to Irvine there, and then so what I'm looking at is then I got Villanova over Tennessee because again, I'm not going. I'm probably not going to go to college in, in Knoxville over going to college in Philadelphia or right outside Philadelphia. But then I did get real and say, hey, though. Though 18-year-old Gavin would have really liked to go to UC Irvine, you know, the UCs are actually really good schools, and I'm not sure I even could have gotten in. But also, I'm not sure I would have gone to that UC had I gotten into one of them. So I put Nova in the Final Four. They're the highest seed I have going in my college destination Final Four. Right. They're a six seed. So I agree with that pick, obviously, because they're my, you know, not one or two seed to go anyway. So that's that's a great pick. And I will say... Uh, in past years, I've gone to some pop culture outside of basketball pop culture reasons. And so a few months ago, I switched my um, TV viewing mechanism to Hulu. Huh. I don't know much about Hulu, but it's it's great. Unofficial sponsor. Other unofficial sponsor of the week is Hulu, which is tremendous. Um, but somehow through Hulu, I got into watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, the best. Again. And I got like season five of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is just absolutely brilliant. Scorching like, hot. Yeah, scorching hot. Every one of them. So like for that alone, like you put put Villanova in for yeah. you know the waitress is getting married. You know, yeah. just for alone. Yeah. So one of the four schools that I should have gone to, and I actually did visit, not that outlandish, Villanova. is Villanova. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. All right. I'm gonna go to the Midwest, Roscoe P. This is the North Carolina is okay, top yeah, seed yeah, bracket. With you. Yep. Okay. I got Carolina over Iona. I, you know, if I was going to go to Iona, I would have already done it. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Now, is there? So, yeah, sure. But okay, so you're building to the school that we both should have gone to, right? Yes. All right, good. Because there is kind of an obvious choice in this bracket, but that would be like too obvious and kind of jobber, and you know. So I was hoping that that isn't it. There's, yeah. there's a local a local school for us in this bracket. No, it's not them. Okay, good. It's right. it's, it's, it's 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 actually going to be fun to talk about because I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, all right. So, playing Carolina, sorry, so Carolina advances. Utah State, Washington, I'm going to Seattle over Orem, Utah, or whatever, every day, every gosh darn day of the year. Fair, fair, but let me just say, uh, so I, I couldn't quite decide on a uh, Bizarro Final Four team. There's two I really like, and one of them is Utah State. Oh, they're a good team. They're really good. Like, I, I understand just, why you wouldn't want to go there. I just ain't going to, good. it's actually Logan, Utah, and I still ain't going there. <laughs> Why would you go there over Seattle? Right. Not even close. So, Actually, you know what? I've been to Seattle. I was a little disappointed. Oh. A little disappointed. I've never been to Seattle. I can't, you know, yeah, I, I can't comment. Nice. Wait, let, let me tell you about Seattle. It is not, it's not a sports town. I'll sure, but it's that. the West Coast. Yeah, right. So, that, so, right. I haven't really spent a lot of time on the West Coast. Like, 
like as an East Coast guy, yeah. if I walk into whatever bar near me, like this game that we're both watching right now is going to be on in the bar. Like that's just, that's a given because that's what you do in bars in yeah. Massachusetts. That's 100%. just not what it's like in Seattle. And that, that threw me a little bit. Totally agree. I don't, and I've never been to Seattle. I don't know how, um, I'm sure there are a lot of transplants in Seattle, but not to the case of like an LA or like a San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're going to be able to find that, that, that East Coast edge if you want it in pockets. It's not ubiquitous, right. but it's there. I don't know about Seattle. Um, so it's still better than Logan, Utah. Although Utah State is really good, and they're one of my two potential yeah, bizarre finals. Totally agree that they. The totally agree that they are are a good team and probably will win this game in real life. I think they'll win the game in real life. But I ain't. Go, but I ain't going to college there. So anyway, uh, yeah, fictional 1997 bizarre world me is not going to college at Utah State. So. Auburn, New Mexico State, I got to think the allure of the SEC over, you know, Las Cruces, New Mexico, <laughs> is going to win every time. And I think I probably could have gotten into both schools. Um, Kansas Northeastern, on this one, I'm going to go Northeastern. Um, they're not going to get super far, but on this one, I'm going to go Northeastern over Lawrence, Kansas. All right, let me stop you there. <clears throat> because, so, Northeastern was the school I was referencing. But that was kind of the obvious, yes. you know, Boston there, so... And I have nothing against Northeastern, but that's just, you know, I, I feel like your your pick for the school we both should have gone to is going to be a lot more fun than the score right there. I'm so in love with it, I might re-enroll. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, I do have Northeastern as my first-round upset in, in the Midwest bracket. That's a nice one. I think, I think Kansas stinks, and, you know, they can't pay the guys anymore, so it's it's a little harder now. So yes, I got go go Huskies over uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk in the first round. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Uh, so speaking of upsets, I'm going Ohio State over Iowa State in terms of me going to college. I don't think it's going to happen in real life, but more likely to go to Columbus than Ames, Iowa. You guys are probably picking up a theme that I don't like small schools where snow happens, or small towns where snow happens if, if possible. Um, Houston. Columbus- fun too i mean i, I lived in ohio for yeah. years you know and i've spent time in columbus and it's it's you, you you have fun in columbus yeah that's what i've heard too exactly so houston georgia state i'm gonna go georgia state i actually enjoy atlanta a lot um i don't have anything against houston i'm just trying to be a little bit weird there is See, that where georgia state is is georgia state in atlanta yeah, it's right in downtown atlanta oh i didn't know that no, that's cool yeah uh wofford seton hall I'm going to get tricky here and go with Wofford. If I understood what the South was like at a small liberal arts school when we were when we were kids, I probably could have snuck my way into Wofford if I applied early. Um, so anyway, I, nothing against Seton Hall. I mean, everybody knows I'm a New York guy, but Seton Hall is not in New York. It is like in Orange, New Jersey, which is next to Newark. It's not in a good place. Yeah, which, you know, we went to college not in a good place. But again, I've it's already done that. It's a worse place than where we went to college. Yes, it is. Agreed. Kentucky. So my, my other the other uh, Bizarro Final Four team I couldn't decide on is Wofford. Nice. So they, my, my Bizarro Elite Eight in the Midwest is Utah State and Wofford, which would actually be a tremendously entertaining game. Be a great game if we get it. Could, yeah. Yeah. That could really shoot. So that, that was my other. Uh, Wofford's final. great. They just have really small guards, and I'll be interesting to see how they do. That's in South Carolina. That's yeah, it's in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I'm actually going to drive through there on Friday, on my way to the campus of Furman University, where. Yeah, I'm, did Davidson win last night? I don't even know. No, we did not win. Oh, sorry. Uh, ran out of gas. We're up, we're up, and then ran out of gas. Uh, another story for another time. Okay. I do have some lukewarm NIT takes for later. Later, if we don't, if we make so good time. Why are you time. going to Furman? That's not NIT. Oh, uh, for, go, for, go, for golf. Oh, okay. Uh, we got a golf thing down there, so I'm got to go oh. drive to Greenville. Anyway, <laughs> 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 probably are probably are of our drive down Interstate 85. 
<laughs> so uh, Kentucky over Abilene Christian for real life reasons, for fake life reasons. My my buddy Adam, my buddy Adam Stockstill, friend of the show, pundit of the show, West High School Texas football legend. No disrespect to Abilene. I just think Lexington's a better town for me and mine right now in college. Okay. Yeah. Working my way back up, I'm going to go Wofford over Kentucky because I am oh. more more likely to go to school at Wofford than University of Kentucky. Just loving the Carolinas. Hey, man, I live here now. I've been here for four years. It's like going to college. It's like going to college. Man. You know? I'm going Georgia State over Ohio State in the 14-11 matchup. Uh, Auburn over Georgia State over Ohio. Okay, sure. Yeah. I'm going. By the way, are you? Do you have the game on? Oh, I can't. It's it's just switched. Are you watching the game? Yeah, it's halftime now. Who was the? Is that Candace Parker? Who was that on the? Uh, yes, analysis? that's Candace Parker. Parker. Way to way to go, way to go, Candace. Yeah, she's she's definitely uh, done doing a great job as an yeah. analyst and as, as a fashionista in, in, in life. Yes, she's as doing a fashionista. Great job. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep going here. Wofford. Over, I'm gonna go. Yeah, so Wofford over Georgia State. In that round. Oh, back to, sorry, I'm in this round of 32. Auburn over Northeastern, because I'm getting out of Boston. All right, Auburn, yeah. I'm going North Carolina over Washington, okay? And I'm just going to go North Carolina over Auburn, because I've been to Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill's pretty sweet. Yeah, I heard, yeah. Now, let's be honest with each other. I'm not sure if I could have snuck my way into Chapel Hill or not. I'm not sure if I could have snuck my way into Wofford or not, but I think Wofford in the 90s in the South – Probably would have taken me in my test scores and grades from Massachusetts. So I'm going to go Wofford because realistically I feel like that's the school I could have got into. And uh, I'm going to put your Wofford Terriers into the Final Four. Seven seed. Wow. Wow. What a pick. Seven seed. And I feel good about it because you put them in your Bizarro Elite Eight. So, I mean, we're at least we're, we're in lockstep driving the train. By the way, if you're actually listening and you're putting down these picks, you are driving your plane into the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> but it's going to be fun, though. You're going to crash hard. But that's a 6 in Villanova fun. and a 7 in Wofford. And let us move to the other side of the bracket. Can I just point out that Kansas is only a 6.5-point favorite against Northeastern? Do you believe in those kinds of things? That's not great. It's great if you like if you think Northeastern might win that game. It's great. No, I'm just saying to your point though, it's not great if you're Kansas. It's not great for Kansas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do. Uh, did I say my other? No, so, please yeah. give give those to it. Yeah. Oh no, I said my upset was Northeastern. I mean, the overrated team there is Kansas. Yeah. But it's all maybe Houston. Maybe Houston is my overrated team in that. You know, it's it's just a good team to root against. Kelvin Sampson's, a, you know, he is what he is. And it's amazing he keeps getting college jobs, even he, though he keeps getting caught for cheating. He, he keeps getting, he keeps cheating, and keeps getting college jobs. He's a him good and, basketball well, coach. Him and the five seed Bruce Pearl, two guys who just keep cheating and keep getting jobs. Bruce Pearl's entire staff is going to prison. Prison. The big house. <laughs> He's going to the big dance. They go to the big house. Chuck Person's going to jail. Poor Chuck Person. How about Chuck Person? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Save your money, kids. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. I'm flipping sides of the bracket. Good picks, though, Roscoe P. Yeah. In the West, Gonzaga over Fairleigh Dickinson. Absolutely. If Seton Hall's in a bad place, so is Fairleigh Dickinson. I don't even know. Where is Fairleigh Dickinson? It's near Seton Hall. It's near Seton Hall. It's in I Hackensack. Yeah, I, didn't know, I didn't know what part. It's on the Hackensack River. So I'm going Syracuse over Baylor because I'm not trying to go to Waco, Texas in the 1990s. Have you been to Syracuse? I sure have. Oh, not man. great. Rough. But have you been to Waco? No. <laughs> Picture a hot version of that. Yeah. And then they're really real. And then Ken Starr is the president of the school. Oh, 
because you have yeah. Ken Starr's. Oh wow! I'm not going to do great there. If you guys, if you guys want to go through my archives and what what tweets I like, I'm not going to do well with Ken Starr as the president of my college. Uh, uh, I'm going Marquette over Murray State because Wisconsin's a good town to party in. Milwaukee, my Wisconsin's fault. Out of town. And then- well, is it anyway? Yeah, Milwaukee. I apologize, Milwaukee. So I'm going Marquette. Uh, Florida State over Vermont. Now, my brother went to Vermont. Burlington's a great town. It is, yeah. But the theme of this bracket is going to be if I was going to go to a party school, right. I'm going to go to one of the party schools. Yeah. So I'm going Florida State. Now, sure. the next inter- next matchup is interesting because I don't know if it's going to be Arizona State or St. John's. Interesting, yes. we don't. As we sit here at 730, we don't know who's going to win that game. That being said... We're just going to suspend even more disbelief and just say it's Arizona State. Well, you all right. Well, you also have experience at St. I worked John's. at St. John's. Yeah. I love Queens. I love St. John's. South Bob, my heart forever. But that, it snows there. It doesn't snow in Tempe. Yeah, and Tempe is going to be another school. with. If you're going to do the party school, you're going to do it right. So, ironic foreshadowing, Florida State, Arizona State are probably going to be in the regional final for me, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So I got Arizona State over Buffalo. I got Texas Tech over North North Kentucky, Northern Kentucky, excuse me. Florida over Nevada, even though I'm sure Reno's nice. I gotta go SEC. Hey, that's a tough one, huh? That's a that's a pick'em as far that as That is a pick'em. Very tough one. Uh, and then I got Michigan over Montana, though I'm sure Missoula's nice this time of year. Now, Ann Arbor's pretty sweet. I've been there. It's pretty sweet. I could have done well there, I think. I think you could have too. I'm not gonna say it's where we would have gone gone to college though. Um, no. That's in the last, I can't wait. It's in so the who do you have in this bracket for your overrated, underrated sleepers, etc.? <laughs> All right. So um, my first round, actually, you've I don't remember who the overrated was. All right. Well, give me. Well, that. I kind of do. Yeah. It just. I, all right. I know who it was. It just pains me to say it. The overrated, unfortunately, is Michigan. I hate to say it, but they're just. You know, I just didn't like how they played in the Big Ten final, and they're not really running offense anymore. And. I feel like it might be Michigan is a little overrated. Okay. Um, take. My, my upset pick. Uh, so my upset pick and my Bizarro Final Four pick were originally the same. Um, uh, I have like a second Bizarro Final Four pick, just so not the same team. But the upset pick is Murray State. Okay, nice. Yeah, it's a good pick. And it is. Yeah, well, they got, you know, John Morant uh, is a, a consensus top five uh, pick in the draft, maybe a top three pick in the draft. Sure. Um, he's averaging 20 points and 10 assists, which is just like either one of those is good. Both of them together is banana land. Yeah. Um, uh, so I actually thought maybe they could make a run. Because you know, basketball, because there's only five guys in the court, like that's a sport where one guy can really affect things. Yeah, sure. A lot, you know other than football or, you know, whatever. Um, so when you have the best player on the floor, you have a pretty good chance to win. And I think Murray State's going to have the best player on the floor and against pretty much anybody they play. Yeah. So that was originally both my upset pick. Although Marquette's good, too, and they have a really good player, too. I forget his name, but um, uh, they have a, a player of the year candidate. Um, uh, but I, I also think Buffalo is... Yo, they're really good. Like, I, I could see... Bu- and, you know, again, as far as the way you're picking, I would n- never go to college in Buffalo. Yeah, right. I Buffalo had no chance to win my bracket. Buffalo. Doesn't mean they have no chance to not go to the Elite Eight. Like, yeah. they're going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say overrated is Michigan, which breaks my heart, but I'm going to say that. The, the good upset pick, again, I'm taking another 12 seed in Murray State, and then my uh, non-one or two seed Final Four team is Buffalo. Okay. Got it. Nice. 
All right, let me power through this bracket and let me know, let you know where I'm going to go to school out of this bracket, okay? East region. No, no, I'm not, but I'm not done with these guys yet. Oh, Hold on. oh we're not done yet. Well, I'm just going to no, let you know how I got there. So I'm going to go Syracuse over Gonzaga because I probably at that age are going to stay closer to home than Gonzaga. Plus, Gonzaga is just a West Coast version of – or Spokane is kind of like a West Coast version of Syracuse anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go Florida State over Marquette because this is the party school bracket. Uh, I got to go with Arizona State and Tempe. Beautiful. Next, right, next, right next door to Phoenix. I love Phoenix. Over <laughs> over Lubbock, Texas. And I'm going Gainesville over Michigan. I'm going Florida over Michigan. I'm going Gainesville over Ann Arbor. Okay. Then I'm gonna go Tempe over Gainesville, and I gotta go Tallahassee, Florida State over Syracuse. All right, well, and of in the battle of the like the, the when you think of schools where there's like, you know, party school and everything that comes along with it, from you know, from the students to the lifestyle to the everything. It's Florida State versus Arizona State, and I got to tell you, I'm going with the 11 seed, who might not even win tonight's playing game. Arizona State has the 11 seed. Bobby Early in the bracket. Go Sun Devils. So you already know the answer to this, but none of these three schools are the schools that I think we should go to together. No. Though Arizona State feels pretty nice. Anyway, Arizona State's probably in the conversation. Before I forget, Roscoe P. correctly predicted last year that. The Loyola University of Chicago Ramblers would make the Sweet 16. And in fact, they did him one better. Oh, you said Elite Eight. I think you said Elite Eight. You did. Oh, I said Elite Eight. Sister Jean said Sweet 16. You said Elite Eight, and they did you both one better, two better in her case. They went to the Final Four. So Roscoe P. is not just some guy, is my point. (laughs) I'm not just some guy. You got to know. (laughs) Okay. I'm not just some guy. Let's have some fun. I actually have a, a Loyola Chicago style pick, which we, it's, which actually, ironically, is in the the bracket we have. I really like how this is going. Okay, yeah. East Region Duke. Listen, everybody, I couldn't have gotten into Duke. I can't pick Duke. Literally not smart enough to go to school there. At least from a test score standpoint. Probably not smart enough to go to school there. Period. Anyway, and there's no way in heck I'm going to either go to North Carolina Central which is right next door to Duke or to North Dakota State, just for, for reasons that you all can look up, okay? A lot of snow in North Dakota, first of all. A lot of yeah, snow. yeah, I don't want to be in North Dakota. So when I look at VCU and I look at UCF, those are really two schools I would never go to. Got to pick my poison, got to go UCF. And in fact, I'm going to reward UCF and say because I couldn't have gotten into Duke, I'm actually going to push US, UCF through to the Sweet 16. Wow. More on them later. Not okay. in real, not in real life, of course. I don't. I, I think if I think if I think Duke's going to be okay in a lot of re, for a lot of reasons for it. Five twelve game. I got Mississippi State over Liberty. I'm just not again a personal preference. Grew up Catholic. Going to an evangelical Christian school in 1997 probably wasn't going to be my big move. Doesn't mean people shouldn't do it. Just means I wasn't going to do it. So. Me neither. I'm going Mississippi State. I picked Ole Miss earlier. I'm picking the SEC experience. More cowbell, please. I could have really gotten into that whole cowbell thing down at their football stadium. Let's go. Not where I think we should go ultimately, the Roscoe P. Okay, Virginia Tech and St. Louis. Out of the A-10, I saw St. Louis in person. They are playing great basketball right now. Boy, are they. They shot. Tough, tough team. They shot well above their mean for three games in a row. I think they're going to come crashing down to earth this weekend. Um, but that's okay. They play great defense, and if they do, we'll see. Virginia Tech, there's no way I'm going to go to Virginia Tech, so I'm picking St. Louis from where I would go to school. 
It's actually a cool little campus. It's a cool little town. Good stuff. Okay, Maryland, Belmont. Maryland's in D.C., and back in the day, it was in the ACC. Now it's in the Big Ten. I have no problem with Maryland. But here's the thing about Belmont University. Belmont University is a small school, like we went to. Yeah. It's in one of the best cities in the goddamn universe. Excuse my language, Nashville, Tennessee. Music City, USA. Music City. It is the only university in America with a music business major. Now, I don't want to overstep our bounds here, but there was a time in our lives when we both could say, at least at the very low levels of the business, we were in the music business. We collected we money. Absolutely in the music business. We collected we, money we, for pets. Yes, we got, right, we got paid money to play music for people. So it's the only school in America in the world with a music business major, something that might have come in handy. You know, in our 20s, right? in our 30s. And by the way, if you look at some of the people who went to school there, it's amazing. Uh, and if you know what a lot of them did, which was they just go to either Belmont or Lipscomb, and then they just try to make it in the honky tonks, all the bars on Broadway. And knowing what Roscoe P. and I did, trying to make it on Shrewsbury Street in Worcester. We did make it on Shrewsbury Street in Worcester. We oh, were we, Street in Worcester. But my point is... Even though it would have been a bigger pond we, and we would have had to sharpen our teeth harder, wouldn't it have made a lot more sense to try it down there in Nashville? Uh, and even though it's country, I feel like we could have made it like rock and roll and been stuck out and stuck out in a good way. You know, stick out in a good way. So not only I'm not going to bury the lead, we should have gone to Belmont. Boom. Wow. Well, let me, let me tell you what. I mean, this is really... Uh, the people listening, I guess, can just take our word for it or not, but we... Uh, we literally had a, a one-minute conversation before you called me. Correct. And uh, I had no idea what you were going to say as far as the school that we both should have gone to. And I, I did just reference that I had a Sister Jane-style Loyola Chicago pick. That gave it away to and, me. And it is it, – no one's going to believe this, but honest to God. True story. It, it's Belmont. Like that was the that was the team I had as the if there's going to be Loyola Chicago this year it's Belmont. Yep, it's Belmont, and I agree with you a million percent. So I'll get back to everybody on why I'm going to keep picking Belmont, but that's that's basically why. Basically, what Roscoe and P and I decided to do anyway is exactly what people go to Belmont to do, and I think if either one of us knew that, we probably would have gone to Belmont. And this podcast would probably be about like pop country music, and that'd be country okay. Music? Yeah, yeah, you know. And you would be Trisha Yearwood, Belmont alumnus. <laughs> uh, yes, she, she is. I looked that up because I, of course, looked up famous alumni from Belmont and also uh, Brad Paisley. Yes. Star of the Peyton Manning uh, uh, whatever insurance yes. company. Yes, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So anyway, bearing, not bearing the lead there, but Belmont's where we should have gone. That's okay. So LSU, Yale, I'm going to keep moving forward. LSU, Yale, we couldn't have gotten into Yale. LSU. Louisville, Minnesota. Honestly, Minnesota, the Twin Cities are cool. I still went with Louisville on this one. And I went with Michigan State as well. I had to do a little bit of chalk. Um, I'm going Louisville over Michigan State. Of course, I'm going Belmont over LSU, though I love LSU. I love Baton Rouge. Uh, I'm going St. Louis over Mississippi State and St. Louis over UCF. Roscoe, are you still there, my friend? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I got a poor connection screen, but I figured you were yes, still there. Yes, so do I. I can't see you anymore, but I can I can hear you. That's all that matters to the listeners. Um, yeah. So then I've got St. Louis, a 13 seed, and Belmont, an 11 seed. And we all know I'm picking Belmont for the final four. So to recap, I have got two 11 seeds in the final four. Yeah. 
Belmont. Possible. I got my Belmont. I got my Arizona State. And then if they'd have to play each other, obviously, which means one of them, uh, one of them would have to be the first eleven to ever play for a title. Uh, I pick Belmont, of course. I pick Villanova over Wofford from a realistic standpoint. And then I'm going Belmont over Villanova for the national championship of where we should have gone to college, where I should have gone to college, and in this case, where I think you should have gone to. Wow. Gimmick solved. (laughs) Belmont takes it all. What do you have? By the way, if this one wins, this one won't win. No one picked this back bracket. Villanova is the only good... Inside, I gave anybody here. Maybe. Yeah, it's, yeah right. Yeah, Roscoe yeah. P., who do you have out of this bracket? Is your, well, Belmont's your sleeper. Who's yeah. overrated? Uh, oh, Virginia Tech. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah they could yeah. lose their first game. They could. They sure could. But that's actually not my upset pick. I mean, I try. One thing that's tough is that when you pick an upset, like the team that the upset team beats yes. is like is kind of like the overrated team, right? So I. I tried to pick a different one, so my super upset pick uh, is actually not, although I, I think St. Louis can win, and I think Virginia Tech is overrated, but um, I have a different pick, which is kind of radical, um, but I'll, I'll explain it this way. You're familiar with, uh, in boxing, the term a puncher's chance? Sure am. So basically what that means is if there's a guy who's maybe not as good of a boxer as the other guy, but he can really punch, all he needs is like that one good punch to knock the guy out. So the basketball equivalent of that is teams that can really shoot. Um, So if you're not as athletic or as big as the other team, if you can really shoot, particularly if you can really shoot threes, if you can, dare I say, drill threes, uh, you, (laughs) you, you you always have a chance to win. So my crazy upset pick is the Yale Bulldogs over over LSU. Love it. Uh, because Yale can really, really shoot. And talk about the just the scandal bowl of 2019. Yes, I mean, for LSU, different reasons. Oh, yeah, LSU's coach is suspended because he's on an FBI wiretap. It's just so nuts we're talking about. An FBI wiretap talking about paying a kid, so he's suspended. And then Yale's women's soccer coach got fired because he was taking bribes from Felicity Huffman or whatever to get her kid into college. To not to not play soccer. To not play soccer, yeah. Yeah, so you can see the difference between um, what you need to do to get people to attend your schools, depending on the kind of school you are. So at LSU... They illegally pay you to, to play basketball there and not worry about your academics. At right. Yale, it's so hard to get in for regular people. They pay you money to recruit their non-athlete kid to be a walk-on on your team and then never play right. for you. Right. Both of them, um, well, both of them are against rules. Um, yeah. You can, you know, we're not here to have the NCAA pay players debate today. But I can't some say of those, some of those things are against laws. That's what I mean. Rules. <laughs> that's what I mean. The rules are the rules are one thing, and that's a conversation yeah. that, that, that people have every day, and, and good for you guys. But the, the laws, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not getting around the fence. The laws are a different thing, okay? And um, whether you're paying for your non-soccer player to not play soccer, or you're giving somebody's uncle a briefcase full of money through a middleman, especially if it's across state lines, that's called racketeering. It ain't good. No. Geico for your money. So anyway, Felicity uh, Huffman, tip of the cap. Aunt Becky, Lori Laughlin. Oh, Aunt, Aunt Becky, yeah. Aunt heart Becky. was broken. Heart was broken on that one. Uh, heart was broken on that one. Yeah. I do like how the Michelle Tanner memes of, you're in big trouble, mister. Oh, I didn't even 
<laughs> it made a big resurgence for Laurie Laughlin. Big resurgence. Oh, that's great. That's so, great. Uh, Roscoe P., who is your actual fi- or your final four that you'd like to share with us? The real one? Either that or uh, your fake one. Whatever you want you want. Bizar- All right. Well, the, the Bizarro one would be, let's see, Villanova. Sure. Uh, I'll go Wofford since you pick, you know, Wofford. I couldn't decide between Wofford and Utah State, so I'll go Wofford because you picked them. Um, uh, Buffalo sure. or maybe Murray State, but I guess Buffalo because I picked Murray State as the upset, so we'll say Buffalo and then Bel- uh, Belmont, yeah. That's a nice one. I like that. I like all four of those. I'll that's tell you what, that's, actually, that's bizarre final four. ladies and gents, do not sleep, and they could go and lose tomorrow or Friday or whatever, but do not sleep on Buffalo. Um not sleep on Buffalo. They're playing uh, Friday. Yeah, last year they were in the same same site that I was in for NCAA's. They were playing Arizona out in Boise, Idaho. Yeah, they beat Arizona. They right? beat Arizona, and I believe they brought everybody back. Yeah. Um, so, so here's the thing that so th- this is like the kind of you know uh, like the not to take credit away from myself for the Loyola Chicago pick, but yeah. they had a lot of stuff go right for them. Now. They were really good, of course, but their bracket, uh, they made it to the Final Four. They only beat one of the top five seeds. Right. They beat Tennessee, who was the three seed in the second round. Everybody else lost. So that was the one where Virginia lost to UMBC. Yep. The first time a 16 seed ever won. So that was a historic thing. That was that bracket. Arizona lost to Buffalo. They were the four seed. And Nevada beat uh, whoever the two seed was in the second round. I'm not recalling who it was off the top of my head. Sure. But... But that's who. Uh, but but Loyola Chicago beat Nevada and not the two seed. Right. That that bracket got absolutely murdered, decimated, and then they beat. So they, they beat the seven seed to get to the elite eight, and then they beat the nine seed Kansas State to get to the final four. Right. Uh, which is not usually how that goes, but. Um, right. Uh, so yeah. So and, so, I mean, so we're not right, saying we're not saying they, they got a little yeah we're not saying all four of these brackets will end up like Loyola last year, but we think one of them could. Now, you did have one take about it being a top-heavy bracket, though. Why, yes. don't, you, why don't you give well, us that? Well, that's what I was going to say. I think the big difference this year is that the one and two seeds, and the reason I, I did those final four picks, excluding the ones and twos, is that the conventional wisdom will be is that if you take your four number ones and your four number twos, the national champion is coming out of those eight teams. Gotcha. Like, whoever wins this tournament is going to be one of those eight. And maybe three and maybe even all four of the final four are coming out of those eight. Um, which is which is on the one hand, I mean, this is an interesting point that we can discuss here. Like on the one hand, that's kind of boring. Yeah. But on the other hand, like in the East region, like Duke and Michigan State to go to the Final Four is going to be awesome. It's a great game, right? It's a heavyweight like, I game. I want to see that game. I, I want to see North Carolina, Kentucky to go to the Final Four. Yeah. Like that's an awesome game. So I, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things where. Like, you don't want just all the ones and twos to win because that's boring, but you kind of do because they're going to be good games. Well, what I will say is this. Um, win, the, win, the, win the teams that are ones and twos typically, which are typically schools that are in that mix every year for, like, a top four seed at least, like a Kentucky or a UNC. You know, both those schools' fan bases, ten, and all the, all the schools at that level, they all feel like, you know, they're very entitled to that Final Four. So when you see two fan bases that think it's their birthright to go to the Final Four – have to go against each other before the Final Four, it's actually the only time they ever really truly sweat. And it's, mm. it is. It's very fascinating basketball. And fascinating, kind of, I don't say pageantry, but you can, the, the vibe in the building is a little different with fan bases of that size and that level right. of irrational confidence and that level of entitlement and that level of passion to give them, throw them one bone. 
So yeah, I mean, if you if you can't have Loyola, you do want to root for just like epic regional final games. Yeah, these are good teams. You want haymakers, you want the to win. right? You're one of the best teams to win. Yeah, right. And back when we were kids, and, and more guys stayed three or four years, and you knew you knew you got to know a lot of these guys who were the best players right. before the one and done stuff and etc. You know, you did have these heavyweight battles in the Sweet 16 and certainly in the Elite Eight between blue blood programs. And um, you don't get it as much anymore because they're not all good at the same time anymore because only so many freshmen one and dones can be at so many schools at once, right? So the, right. the parity even at the top is a little different. So anyway, good point by you, and I think it'll be interesting. Do you want to hear a couple of random things and then some lukewarm NIT takes from my NIT experience last night? Of course. Of course I do. Okay. Number one, are you familiar with Barstool Sports? I'm imagining you are. Um, I, I am. So I will say, though, that uh, recently I, I don't really – I used to be – there was a time, you know, six, seven years ago I was on that all the time. Sure. Uh, I, I, I would not call myself a loyal reader. I couldn't even tell you the last time I've been on that site. But sure. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I am not a yeah. daily – I've never even been on their website, but I, I, I follow their Instagram account. And um, – right. And so their, their founder, Dave Portnoy, he does pizza yeah. reviews. Are you familiar with that? Yes, the, the one bite. Uh, pizza yeah, one bite everybody knows what it was. So yeah. I was thinking yeah. about this. And you're a Bud Light. You're like, you're a guy that's You've had a fair share of Bud Lights in your life. Is that fair to say? I've had, I've had more than uh, a couple Bud Lights in my okay. life. Okay. Would you say, because this is where I'm going on this, this like potential, but this is a potential idea for the filibuster freestyle that somebody may be able to be like an expert for us. When you go to a bar, and you order a Bud Light draft. Isn't there like a moment of trepidation? Like, I hope it tastes like Bud Light. You mean like versus ordering a bottle? Yeah, well, when you order a bottle, nine times out of ten, it's going to taste like Bud Light. It's more consistent out of the bottle, you think? Correct. So when yeah, I- that's fair. I mean, I, I will say uh, if I'm going to order a Bud Light, about 90% of the time it's going to be out of the bottle. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't really have Bud Light draft all that okay fair okay Um, but but i i I see what you mean where i'm going with this is i i do i personally you know whatever i'm i used to be like you and always get the bottles now i'm more likely to get a draft just in general um but anyway i'm wondering if it's worth people going around and rating how much does this bud light taste like bud light like at like you know you know that's the review of does this taste like bud light yeah so it's like is this a skunky bud light is this is this bud light too sweet like were they running like bud light lime through it last week you know like Ah, so yes. that's an idea I had. Or, for instance, maybe you do it. Maybe instead of doing that, you kind of like do alerts like, "Oh, this bar has like a really good dollar draft." So when we were growing up in college, if you will, coming to our formative years, you know, you go to Foo Bar and they had the Foo Brew, and all the Foo Brew was like a Natty Light or a Bush Light or whatever. But right. I wonder if someone could either like rate people's like dollar drafts. So Cheap you know, yeah. when you when you go, you know, your Foo Brew or like at the, the Brick House in Davidson, you know, the, the Brick Light, which is obviously like a Bush Light, like. You know, do you rate people's kind of generic, cheap, domestic drafts? Now, I would say I have a couple takes here. Yeah. Uh, one is that I think the cheap, like, I understand. So so Bud Light is almost, like, I, I, I'm not in any way a beer snob. Like, I know I'm sitting here drinking these IPAs or whatever tonight. but And I, I do like those, but I'm not, like, a beer guy. Like, no, right. Really, you drink a lot of light you know, beer. I, I don't really care. Um, I do like Bud Light, but, like, I understand Bud Light's not like good beer, yes. but I, I like it. But anything sort of like below the level of Bud Light, uh, I, I think is actually better as a draft. Yes, uh, because it's like usually colder, and then that kind of makes it palatable. 
Because like anything like like cheaper than Bud Light is pretty bad. Right. So you just want so, it to be cold. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I would I would rather go with a draft of anything that's like lower quality than Bud Light. That's that's take one. So, so and, and I do like your idea. I think finding like the best. Uh, you know, cheap beer, or I mean, I well, I, I have said the best cheap beer in the world is Pabst Blue Ribbon. Sure, uh, just wherever you go, that's you know, because uh, that's that's usually like a dollar draft cool. kind of thing. No, totally agree. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, but rating like who's got, but but like you're talking about, like like the food Fu brew or whatever, like these bars that you know claim they have like a special beer and it's really bush light or whatever. Uh, for a dollar, like who's got the best one of those? That's that's a great idea. Yeah, I, wanna, uh, I, wanna, I might want to try to start doing that. I think that's yeah, or, or one of our pundits can do it, or one of our listeners can volunteer to do it because I don't. I feel like we need like a younger person to do that. Do we have like a young pundit who can go to like college bars and dollar well, draft? We definitely need to get one. This might be our first internship opportunity at the Philadelphia uh, Freestyle. Yeah. So by the way, you can you can let us know. Hit me up on my DMs at Gavin Viano on Twitter. <laughs> Don't hit me up like in a weird way. Pundits in the hands yeah, is not going to like just that. Just about the cheap beer thing. <laughs> yeah, just um, about the beer. <laughs> my, my other take, uh, which I said to a friend of mine uh, just last week, I think, um, is like, but, so, so Bud Light. Yes. Uh, I said that I think, I, I'm not sure, maybe this says something about me or just, you know, I really don't drink like I used to. Like uh, Correct. I, I, I drank still, but not. Like when I was in college or when we were doing the band all the time, like I drank a lot, admittedly. Um, and I really don't anymore, at least not frequently. Sure. Uh, but I think what I told my friend last week was I think I could drink an unlimited number of Bud Lights and not get drunk. Oh. Like, unless, maybe unless, like, I didn't eat that day. Like, it'd have to be something extreme. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, there's really not you're drinking, that much alcohol in Bud Light. Like, it's more water than alcohol. Yeah, if you're right? drinking it slowly or, like, you know, at a regular clip, I agree with that. I mean, inf- infinite's, infinite's high, but I know what you mean. <laughs> but, yeah. Because the yeah, thing yeah, is, you get full listen. before you get too drunk. I, I guess. Yeah, right. Like, I could go, like, I'm going to go out tomorrow uh, at 12 o'clock. Some friends and I are going to meet at, at, you know, the bar down the street. We're going to have lunch and watch the games all day. It's going to be great. I, I could have 10 Bud Lights, and I guarantee you I will not be drunk. Sure. At, at the end of that. If I have 10, like, war, like this, you know, I usually get the Warmtown Be Hoppy, which is the IPA. Yeah. I, I, first of all, I wouldn't get to 10 because I dropped dead at, like, 5. <laughs> right. Like, I wouldn't even, you know, like, I, I can't have three of those and not be drunk. But I could have ten. To, I feel like I could have an unlimited number of Bud Lights and not get drunk. That's like, a hot I just take. don't think there's enough booze in there to, to do anything. Yeah, I, I do agree that I think you get full before you right. before you get too drunk. Yeah, I agree. Right. With that. That's why people shotgun those kind of things. You know what I mean? Like they try to like well, trick the system. But if you're just drinking it like a regular person, I agree. By the way, yeah, everybody why do that. Why, if if that was your goal, then don't drink Bud Light. Right. It, it, either don't drink Bud Light or or mix something in like. Like have a shot in there or something, and sure. then and then drink Bud Light, and then it says different. Bud Light. Right. I think a lot of the folks who do it are on a limited budget, though, so they just try to do it okay. their way. Uh, right. But that being said, binge drinking is bad. Everybody, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fake band name of the week. But, uh, actually, no. Sorry. Last thing on Bud Light. <laughs> what do you think about the fact that Bud Light is now doing a whole marketing campaign around we have ingredients on our boxes, corn, <laughs> corn syrup, and not having corn, corn syrup. syrup? Is that genius or desperate? Um, I don't know. I mean, is that really how people decide what beer they're going to drink? That's what I mean. Is it even relevant? I don't yeah. know. Like if you, I mean, all that's like, so for me, it's like 
Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light. That's like a tier. And, and, and they're all kind of the same, right? Like they taste a little different, but everybody likes one of those better than the other two. Correct. Right? So I like Bud Light better than the other two. Yeah. But if someone likes Coors Light better, it's not really any it's not really any different. But I don't think anybody is making that decision based on corn syrup. Well, I think I'll have a Bud Light because there's no corn syrup in, in this. Yeah. You know what's funny actually too is like I used to be Team Bud Light. Uh-huh. And at some point, and again, I don't drink, especially domestic lagers or whatever, light beers. I don't drink nearly the amount that we that I did when I used to love Bud Light. Uh-huh. I somehow just like Miller Light better now. Okay. I also used to hate Miller Light. And so at some point, as I've gotten older, my taste, my tastes, my taste buds, my preferences have changed. Maybe I just like corn syrup more. But now I know <laughs> that it's corn syrup. corn syrup. <laughs> now, Bud Light, thanks to you, I know the reason I don't like you is probably because corn syrup. <laughs> You know what this needs? Corn syrup. In fact, I might start by, by buying Bud Light and just adding my own corn syrup and seeing how it <laughs> goes. Corn, you have a corn syrup shooter to go with your Bud Light? Exactly, exactly. So that's what I got. Um, so let me ask. I'm, I'm not going to do my, my NIT take because it's going a little bit long. And when Jeremy comes and does his brackets, I feel like I'll be able to squeeze that in because people will be riveted by whoever is in like the final four of the NIT in three weeks. Um, but I do want to hit you with Jeremy's theory about fajitas um and i want to give up the fake banning of the week fajita theory in his honor for not being there. oh fajita theory that's good so i was in la very briefly about two weeks ago uh-huh. for like a day for like 30 hours jeremy johnson was gracious enough to say hey friday night come by my house let's get some dinner and then we'll get you to the airport you know yeah so we go to this Mexican place, this old school Mexican bar right near the airport. It's a bar restaurant. I mean, there was little kids celebrating their birthdays there. There were you know guys our age together. There were husbands and wives. You know whatever girls' nights. But every like, you know, Jeremy and I are sitting at the bar near the kitchen door, and you know every every so often there'd be a plate of fajitas going by. And, you know the whole you know the whole restaurant looks, and Jeremy's like, watch, those fajitas gonna go by, and somebody in that general area who just sat down in about ten minutes. They're going to get fajitas too. And so we, we, you know, we kept talking, having a good time, you know, whatever. But now we were both cognizant of his theory. And I swear to you, like nine more fajita trays went through in the next like 90 minutes, like 10 minute average. And he's just like, people smell him. They see him. Everybody oozing eyes. And then one of the people at the table next to him is like, I'm going to get that. And, and he's like, and the sequence of when they order it is about every 10 minutes. And I mean, I'm going to have him on to elaborate on it, but Roscoe P., it was uncanny how J.J. called it, and that's why he's the man cook good maestro. Well, it makes sense because the fajitas are – you can't miss the fajita when they come out because it's loud and it's like a whole its like a whole thing. And it Sizzle. smells. Sizzles, it smells great. It smells good, yeah. The only, down, the only downside, I joke with Jeremy, is on my red-eye red flight home, I didn't even have the fajitas, and I could still smell like the heat is on me. Which means my seatmates must have been either really hungry or really ticked off. What'd you have? Oh, what did I have? I had some fish tacos. They were great. Oh, man, fish tacos. Fish tacos in L.A. just a little better, guys. Not going to lie. I bet. All, all tacos in L.A., I think, are just a little better. I think you just said it perfectly right there, Roscoe P. So, everybody, listen. For your brackets, if you don't want to pick Belmont, that's on you. But you probably should. Uh, either way, if Roscoe P. and I get greeted tonight by Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan of Wild Stallions, a.k.a. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, we're going to Belmont, and the 1990s will never be the same. That's all I got. Roscoe, 
Stick around for a minute and catch up. And thanks so much for doing this tonight. You're a content master. And please, everybody, follow Roscoe P at Roscoe P Funk on Twitter because he's going to hit you up with real songs that rap songs are sampled as. Samples. Start with Trip to Your Heart by Sly and the Family's Dog. Absolutely. All right, Roscoe, thanks for being on, buddy. Oh, yeah.